we're back, honey. We're back, back, back. We're back, 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 back. I'm so excited, though. It's going to be fun. I think it's going to be fun. This is the Take Care Podcast, and I'm your host, Sierra McKissick. We may encounter many defeats, but we must not be defeated. That, in fact, it may be necessary to encounter defeats so we can know who the hell we are, what can we overcome, what makes us stumble and fall and somehow miraculously rise and go on. I know that a diamond is a result of extreme pressure. Less time and less pressure and it's just crystal or coal or fossilized leaves or or just dirt. But time and pressure uh, will create a diamond, not, I mean, it is considered one of the most beautiful elements and it's one of the hardest elements on our planet. Do people in your family call you a superstar? Were you the best athlete in college? Or the fashionista among your friends? A bookworm when you needed an escape? Or a genius at work? Much of our identity is shaped externally. Who people say we are, what we can and cannot do, or whatever achievements we have made can become shallow qualifiers for our role and place in the world. But what do we do when the role we were given no longer fits? During my time in academia, I knew I wasn't happy. I did not know what to do about it. As an 18-year-old, academia once provided me freedom, an escape from my hometown, and an opportunity to lean into curiosity and live freely. There were no siblings to compete with passively, no church poorly dictating morals and values, and no adults wielding fear as a universal disciplinary tool while barely managing their own lives and ignoring their failures. College meant freedom. So the thought of leaving seemed like returning to captivity. When I left higher education as a student at 27 years old, it was a reincarnation that disrupted everything I thought I should be and do. I was walking away from everything I thought I should want, but didn't. And I felt shame and guilt. For a time, I felt reckless and questioned what was so terrible that I would choose chaos instead. Freedom is a lifetime practice, Dr. Edith Edgar. When you've tasted freedom, you never expect what used to feel like freedom to become a cage. There's a line in A Court of Mist and Fury by Sarah J. Maas, where Feyre says, I was a lonely, hopeless person, and I might have fallen in love with the first thing that showed me a hint of kindness and safety. And maybe that worked for who I was before. Maybe it doesn't work for who, what I am now. Our vision of freedom changes as we discover how to live freely and unpack the tragedies that held us captive. I know it's a new year and our lungs seem filled with inspiration to start anew. Everyone loves to throw around new year, new me, but perhaps this could be the first time we consider allowing the new year to give birth to the real you, the honest version of yourself that expresses your feelings and confesses your needs. I wouldn't say I've spent most of my life hiding because I don't think that's true, but I have spent 
a considerable amount of time and effort managing the version of me I shared with the world. Carefully selecting which pieces of myself I left unprotected. It's exhausting. And the older I get, the more I love the idea that the only person I want to please is myself. If other people enjoy who I am and what I'm doing, it's the cherry on top. And understand what I'm saying. Our goal shouldn't be to withhold the good parts of ourselves. And we shouldn't throw everyone in our arena and hurl our worst attitudes and habits to see how much they will take before crumbling. But we should desire safe attachments in our relationships where we aren't afraid to be fully seen or unmasked. We can be wounded and accountable. Dr. Edith Edgar, choosing to live freely comes at the cost of facing your fears publicly. You have to be vulnerable, ask yourself questions, and tell yourself the truth about who you've been, who you are, and who you want to be. You must set boundaries and be prepared to deliver consequences when people violate them. But most importantly, you have to speak up. You have to say what you need, explain what you mean, and mean every word you say. I've been making payments, at times reluctantly, for the past five years, and every time something new comes up, I challenge myself to reflect on it, consider what I want, and then speak up. Whether the right words come in minutes, hours, or days, I sit with the options before me and ask myself, what do I need? Don't be afraid to befriend your fears and be diplomatic with your shortcomings. Sometimes, life makes us sit in a room full of shortcomings and do nothing. The only task is to admit they exist. As a capable adult, you are responsible for your emotional and physical needs. Making your life what you want it to be is up to you. So before you throw another victim into the arena to solve your shit, fasten up your gladiator suit and get in there yourself. See if you can stand seeing the real you. Sit with your fears, heartbreak, disappointments, and grieve your losses. Then, when you find strength in accepting what is lost, ask yourself, what's next? What do I need to move forward? What do you need to move forward? I titled this episode Chaotic Lifestyles because to move forward, we have to be willing to step into new places that might look crazy to everyone else. I can't tell you how many times family members and friends struggled to introduce me once I was no longer in academia full time. The blank stares and confusion were numbing, but I knew I wanted more from life than what was being offered or the title doctor. And I was willing to step into the arena, walk through chaos to get it. Maybe you are like me. You want more out of life. But the only way to get it is to take 10 steps in what seems like the wrong direction. The signs of progress can be misleading. The shitty parts of life can make your life seem colorless and appear dead. But you are very much alive. Your ability to see that is directly linked to whether you sit with the chaos or sacrifice yourself in the arena. And I don't know about you, 
but I've been through enough in my life to know that I make one hell of a gladiator. And the cute kind, like Olivia Pope in cashmere, not musky white dudes in sandals. <laughs> you are capable of more than you ever thought was possible. And the sooner you embrace the chaos within your life, the more you can harness the power within you that can change every unfit or out of place element surrounding you. So tell me, are you a gladiator in chaos fighting for the life you dream of? Are you living the life you dream of? Or do you need a new dream? I have a poll for you to answer. Are you satisfied with your life today? If you're listening via Apple Podcasts, Head to Instagram with a screenshot of the episode and tag me at SMX Coaching to tell me your answer. I want to know. See you again next week for another episode. Until then, take care. Like, comment, subscribe, share it with a friend. Uh, tune in next week. What else? All the things. Y'all know how it go. This is the first episode of the Take Care Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you're interested in listening to more episodes. I'm coming back every week with video. Come on, with video. Y'all know I don't do video all the time, but I'm coming back for you with video for the Take Care Podcast on the McKissick Health Podcast Network. It's exciting. It's exciting. New year, new you, new year, new you. Getting back into the habit of content creation is crazy, like the craziest thing. We're recording. This is episode one. We're back in a studio. <laughs> ah, it's exciting. Take care, y'all. Remember? Or it's story time. <laughs> now we got take care. I'm hilarious. Like, why is it a struggle? It's the way you act, act, act. Thank you to the team that helped. Team being me, team me, <laughs> putting this together. It's very difficult to do, but it's going to be great. We're going to have a great conversation about being honest about what we need in order to live freely because life should be freeing, right? We should live in freedom. We should be living in freedom. We should walk through every day of our lives feeling free. Now, that doesn't mean we don't have work to do. It doesn't mean we don't get stressed, but we should never feel bound by our lives, by our daily routines. And so I'm looking forward to talking to you guys about how, you know, how to ride that lane and flow through your life, honey, with joy. And despite the shitty parts, right? I love you. Take care, y'all. I want a big life. I want to experience everything. I want to break every single rule there is. They say ambition is an unattractive trait in a woman. Maybe. But you know what's really unattractive? Waiting around for something to happen. Staring out a window, thinking the life you should be living is out there somewhere, but not being willing to open the door and go get it, even if someone tells you you can't. Being a coward is only cute in The Wizard of Oz.